Welcome back to the Champions of Wayne podcast. The guest this time around is 2015 graduate Will Murphy. He is a student at Michigan State University. He's an entrepreneur and a heck of a guy. Please enjoy. Okay, we are recording. Uh, Welcome back, everyone, to Breakfast with Champions. We had a brief lull there for a couple of weeks, and now we're back to having regular guests, and I am thrilled with the opportunity to have... Uh, Mr. Will Murphy with us today. Happy to be here, you know. Pretty right. thrilled to be on the podcast. Right on. Thanks. Yeah, it it, it, uh, it came together. Uh, he is back from East Lansing having finished, is it the sophomore year? Yep, sophomore year finished. You know, going into junior year has been a uh, great journey so far. Okay, okay. And uh, Will, um, graduate, would you, would you say that you were a exceptional student coming out of high school? Uh, coming out of high school, I actually say I was just, you know, average kid in my eyes, at least. I mean, I was top in the top 100 of the class in about a class of, what, 500 kids. But at the same time, uh, I did a lot of, you know, just average things, you know, hanging out with my friends. The only thing exceptional about me is that I knew that I wanted to go to Michigan State, so I had my priorities in order. You know, there were times I wanted to hang out, but I had to tell my friends, you know, I'm good. Because mm-hmm. I got to study, I got to do homework. Mm-hmm. So I'd, I'd say that was the only exceptional thing about me is that I knew what I wanted and I went after it. Okay, okay. And I had a lot of questions about how did you know that? Because, oh yeah, I'm uh, done with it. Uh, because it's, I, I think you're, it's rare, and that, and that's, and that's why I'm, I'm so excited to have you on, on the podcast is because I want to pull that out and mm-hmm. identify what that is. Um, so give me, uh, so, so, so you're home for the summer now. Yep. And what is, what is, your, what does your summer look like? As you as you see it before you. All right, no doubt. So this summer is actually uh, busy. I know a lot of people look at summer break as a time to relax, and for me, it's now that school's done. I have more time to work on my business, work on my personal goals. So uh, one, you know, fitness is major, major to me. Mm-hmm. So I actually just bought my membership yesterday, and I'll be hitting up, you know, a lot of fitness going on this summer. But Why is even that more, to you? well, fitness is important because one. Uh, I feel like you need to be you need to be strong and be able to take care of your family. When I go to the gym and work out, it's not necessarily just to, you know, bulk up and look good. It's more of I'm looking ahead to the future when I have kids, when I have a wife and they need somebody to protect them. I need to be that guy. So I need to can't just be skinny my whole life and expect to protect people like that. So I go to the gym to work out with that in mind. The fact that when I do eventually have a family, I need to be able to make sure that they're safe and that they feel safe. Are the are the body and mind connected? Oh, definitely. I say going working out four times a week isn't easy, yeah. but just like everything else I do, it's all about uh, determination and know what I want. I know that I want to be strong so that I can protect my family. So I go into the gym motivated every day, you know, four times a week, ready to lift. And even on the days where I'm not feeling it, I still am in the gym, you know, lifting weights, doing cardio. Even when I don't want to. Would it be safe to say that that's a habit for you? Oh, yeah. It's definitely a habit because uh, it's one thing to say that you are tired or you're uncomfortable doing something. But if you know that that thing is going to get you closer to your goal, then why wouldn't you do it? You know, My mindset here is if I want to reach my fitness goals, not only do I have to lift weights, but I eat right. So now I'm on a whole you know, fitness plan. I, mm-hmm. There's things that I cut out of my diet, things mm-hmm. that I do. What would you cut out? 
you know, fried foods, uh-huh. uh, fast food, no, uh-huh. no more soda, uh-huh. stuff like that. And eating in moderation when I do treat myself to some stuff. So. Sure, sure, sure. Definitely, definitely. I, I uh, about eight months ago now, yeah. uh, I, I dropped sugar. Really? Entirely. Wow. And wow. Uh, I'm down about 40 pounds. Mm. I don't think I was ever a, a obese man. Yeah. But, I mean, I, I, had a, I had a good layer going of, mm-hmm. of, of just some unnecessary weight that I thought was normal. <laughs> Um, just, that's just how life goes. But, but then I realized, no, 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 this is, this is a complete, completely unnatural, uh, like toxic, uh, uh, chemical that we mm-hmm. put into our body because it tastes so sweet. Yes. Yeah, because, oh, it's so delightful <laughs> to eat a cookie. But, but wait a minute, hold on. Can I, can I rise above that? Exactly. Exactly. You know, you know and it's crazy because at Michigan State, people usually gain weight from uh, eating, 15, a, exactly, freshman right? 15, yeah, I yeah. actually gained muscle going to Michigan State because I was working out so much and still watching what I was eating, so definitely uh, that, but also on the plans for the summer, it's working on my company, so I realized that throughout the school year, I was working on a lot of different things, yeah. and I was becoming, I started to stretch myself out too thin, so I took a time at the beginning of the summer to really sit down and ask myself, what's the most important? Uh-huh. And so I've really focused in on about four things that are most important, and those are things I'm going to be really working towards this summer. Okay, gotcha. And gotcha. those four things being one, my company. Right. Two, uh, my job, because eight, regardless of what your job is, I feel like you should be giving your all. So I always put my all into whatever my job is. Right. Uh, my relationship. Yep. You know. I- mm, we will have to deal with that. Okay. There's no avoiding. True. I'm sorry, you can edit that. I can. Well, I mean, we'll just we'll just kind of roll with it. We're hey, exactly. everybody. We're recording in a high school, and this is how True. it goes. If yeah, they if they, if they start getting on the PA and doing and, mm-hmm. and like the following kids come down to the office, then we're, mm-hmm. we're gonna have to we're okay, gonna have yeah, to yeah, take a breather. But let's keep let's keep pushing because yeah, exactly. um, because I like where this is going, and I have so many questions. But but, but mm-hmm. I I want you to finish your your four. So yeah, yeah. the girlfriend's number three, and you were gonna yep. hop in the car this afternoon, and and. Head exactly, on back to yep. East Lansing. You know, it's Ma- all about being 120. Yeah, yep, being yep. 120, working hard on all aspects. But yeah, so job, my business, uh, my girlfriend, my relationship, and the fourth thing being um, actually becoming a better leader. So ah. doing research on how to be a better leader, being a better mentor, and really implement that in my day to day life. Cause Ooh, I got so many questions. Oh yeah, you yeah. Go days? ahead. Oh, I got I got answers for days. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I answers for days. Nice. Okay. So, but I want to back up, and I want to lay a little foundation before we get into the Will Murphy grown man decisions All right, and yeah. Will Murphy grown man motivations. And I want to get into like, okay, so so like, who who is this guy? Where's this guy from? So so give me and we're trying we're trying to keep under twenty minutes. We're 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 doing we're doing well. Mm. Give me give me sixty to ninety seconds. Uh, right. this, this is where I'm from. Go. No doubt. So started off, I uh, was born in Detroit, raised in, in Detroit until I was about uh, seven, eight years old. What crossroads? Crossroads. Ah, you know, that's or crazy. Side, you got a side We actually, or? I don't. It was. Yeah. Well, I know it was east side Detroit, but okay. I was so young. I actually don't remember. You'd have to ask my mom okay. on that one. Okay. But I only lived there until I was about seven or eight, you know, single parent household. Just me and my mom and my brother. Uh-huh. Really poor neighborhood, but it's all right. You know, we made use of what we had. Sure. And eventually we moved out to Warren. And okay. that's, yeah, exactly. West so, side? Yeah, West side. I want to say, yeah. Okay. So, yeah, we moved out to Warren. Really cool. My mom meets my stepdad. 
Really mm-hmm. nice man. His name's Darren. Really great dude. Mm-hmm. And he ended up taking us in, and we live now. We live with him. So ah, okay, mm-hmm. okay. So really humble beginnings. You know? Sure, yeah, sure. Yeah. Did you did you did you know you were poor, or was that just the way the world was? Well, for me, that's just how it was. You know, you look around the neighborhood, and um, you know, nobody's really got any flashy cars. You know, everybody's right. living the same. So I'm just thinking. This is just how it is in Detroit, you know? And I saw on TV that other people were rich and, you know, had the money and stuff. But that's just not where we came from. And I was okay with that. But I wasn't accepting it. I was about three, three, maybe five years old when I said, uh, I saw the people on the red carpet and said that I want to live like that. Mm -hmm. I ain't going to say three because that's a little too young. I was about five years old when I saw people on the red carpet and realized that that's how I want to live. Mm Okay, okay. Um, and so you lived in Canton then from what age? I lived in Canton from the age of about 10 or 11 until now. Okay. Because I want to say fifth grade is when I moved to Canton, but I didn't start going to Wayne Westland schools until sixth grade. You know, shout out uh, Franklin Hornets. That's, right, right. That's the middle school to be at. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. You remember me from those days? You I was were there. In- I was there when you were there. I honestly didn't know that you were at uh, Franklin. No, no. Because you, you were the same graduating class as like Marquez Stokes and those. In those yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. I was there uh, when you, you were sixth grade and seventh grade. So you, you were a sixth grader back when there were the four middle schools. Yeah, exactly. And then they merged them. So mm-hmm. your seventh grade year, whew, that That's was when the year, Adams kids came. That was yep. your year at Franklin. Definitely. I mean... Like I didn't go to Vietnam. Mm-hmm. Like like I like I didn't fight the Vietnam War. I'm, I'm too I'm too young. But yeah. from what I understand, when, when, when your head had needs to be on a swivel at Look. all time. And I and I and I felt like me and like and, and Mrs. Brock mm-hmm. and some of the other work, like like anything could happen at any day. Look, here. I never knew at middle Franklin. school could get that intense. Whew, like there were man. fights all the time. There were a whole yeah, Adams on, versus Franklin wars going on. Floor. Exactly, and like man. there were days you know we'd be walking in the hallway. Next thing you know, somebody yelled, Franklin. Yeah. Exactly. And then we got Adam, and we're going back and forth with the Adams kids. It was uh, it was definitely a crazy time. Oh, man. But eventually, you know, they all meshed in. We all became a family. Yep. You know, by the time we came to Michigan, or my bad, by the time we came to Wayne Memorial, yeah. we were all just real cool with each other. So yeah. it worked out. Who were your role models growing up? Uh, I'd have to say my role models growing up. Actually, it's going to sound strange, but I get all my inspiration from hip-hop. And that being uh, the hip hop moguls, you know, the Rick Rosses, uh, Dr. Dre, P. Diddy. These mm-hmm. are people who I look at their interviews, I listen to what they have to say. And the reason why I look up to them so much is because they started where I started, you know, mm-hmm. with the humble beginnings. Mm-hmm. But they didn't let that hold them back. Mm-hmm. Instead, they used that as fuel to move forward. Mm-hmm. And they're doing things that you didn't see most people doing. You know, they were starting businesses, they were starting uh clothing lines Mm -hmm. while still doing music Mm -hmm. while still putting on other artists and giving back to the community Mm -hmm. that's the type of lifestyle that i want to live when i saw that you could be from this neighborhood Mm -hmm. and still do other things and still give back what about role models that you knew personally role models i knew personally uh i wouldn't say i had too many Role models I knew personally, it was more like people that I look up to that I saw on TV, and I always wanted to model myself like them. Uh-huh. Now, I could always, you know, give credit to my dad. Ah! Oh, sorry. We're good, we're good, we're good. But yeah, so I could always give uh, credit to my dad, you uh-huh. know, because he 
taught me a lot of harsh life lessons about, you know, life isn't all cupcakes and easy, but at the same time, if you work hard, you can achieve your goals. Mm-hmm. At the same time, my mom was the one who inspired the confidence, you know, the Kanye level of, if ain't nobody else going to believe in me, then I don't yeah. believe in me. Right, right, you know, right. My mom gave me that mindset, and now... I just walked through with the utmost confidence that I can achieve anything that I set my mind to. So you got you got you got a mindset, it seems, from people you knew personally. Definitely. Particularly your, your parents. Yes. And then when it when it when it came to you can call it a role model, you can call it an idol, you can, mm-hmm. you can call it a hero. And I guess that those are those, those are all similar, but they're but they're mm-hmm. kind of different too, you know? Because a role model I think is someone that that that, that you actually believe um, I can follow that that person's path. That's a that's a life that I can lead. Yeah. Whereas whereas a hero might be more like you know for 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 me it, it might have been like Michael Jordan. Mm-hmm. But I'm not six six. <laughs> I, I can't jump out the gym. You know, like I did. I didn't make my varsity. You know, like like you just there's you know limitations. What? <laughs> you know what I mean? But no you seem to have and and I've read a couple of books on this too of of, of certain motivational authors or motivational speakers that get into. Um, if 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 you if you don't have a mentor or a, a role model, create one, yeah. find one. You don't even have to know them. You can just learn about their life. Like 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 many, I would even say most of the world's most successful or um, influential people. There's there's books on these people that either they wrote them themselves mm-hmm. or that were written about them. And it's like you you can you can take and that's why people got to read, baby, mm-hmm. because you you can you can take some some. Lessons that it took someone decades to learn about how to do things or how to motivate or or, or how to start a business, clothing clothing line. These are the steps you, you you take. You can take their brain and put it on. Oh, definitely. And and like, just, oh, good. Uh, your brain is not my brain. You know what I mean? You, like that's okay to do. Most no doubt, no you doubt. You gotta go get it. And as an entrepreneur, actually, another role model of mine was Damon John. Mm-hmm. And I read his before I even had the idea to start my own company. I actually had read his book, The Power of Broke. And it, it was a really inspirational book. I want to say that's what got me on the path of entrepreneurship. And it was reading that book, seeing where he came from and where he ended up going. And one more thing, the entire time that he started his business, he did it his way. Mm-hmm. You know, He could have just made random shirts, but he had influence in hip-hop. Like I do. I grew up with hip-hop. Mm-hmm. So he had a lot of influence in hip-hop, and he really catered his shirts towards that. And that's what made him stand out. I'm saying all this to say, uh, when it comes to mentors that you don't know personally, I did as much research as I could on Damon John, mm-hmm. and then I started my own way, and really used him as inspiration along the way. You know, because he was grinding, he was doing all aspects of his company, and he didn't let anything stop him, no matter what the obstacles were. Okay, so I've got two words that kind of mean the opposite things: there's okay. proactive and there's reactive. Definitely. Okay. Yeah. Um, and what what you're describing in terms of finding role models, in terms of being an entrepreneur, in terms of making things happen, that's a lot of proactive. There's no one really telling you to do that. Of course. You know course. what I'm saying? Whereas a reactive, as we were talking about before, mm-hmm. to get through high school, you, you can you can be reactive. You can yeah. show up exactly. and just sit down in the in your, in your chair and be like, okay, tell me what I got to do. Okay, how do I got to be? Oh, okay. High school is easy. Blah, blah, blah. Here mm-hmm. you go. You know what I mean? But then... And, and so I would I would I would venture to guess that most of us are are reactive. Yes. In yes. in most aspects, and I and I've heard other podcasts. It was on that Tim Ferriss one that I keep pushing on you. But, yeah. But, but, <laughs> there was, but there was a guest where um, this guy was asking the question: offense or defense? 
most of our life we're on defense. Mm-hmm. I got to go to work because I don't want to lose my job. I got to I got to I got to pass this class because I don't want to fail and have to take it again. So like this, so like defense being the motivation for most of what we do for most of us. Yeah. But when do course. we go on offense? When do we when when do we start the bow tie business? When do we you know s- seek out mentors and read read books about? Damon John or watch interview. I mean, it's one thing to listen to Jay Z. Yeah, of course. When, when and he's, I mean, he's got some lyrics that are like unbelievably motivating. Yeah, exactly. You know, far from a Harvard student, just had the balls to do it. Mm-hmm. Okay, that motivates. Uh, but to put it into practice and and actually be proactive about yeah. it. Yeah. And so you seem to have figured this out at at a very young age without without role models that you, you 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 there was some switch that you flipped at some point yeah oh to well be, to be proactive can you pinpoint when that happened or? i can i can uh first of all, i want to say thank you for asking that question because a lot of interviews i do i just get a lot of boring same old questions so this is different you and like i like this that one? i like Let's that go. i do but i want to say that it was um it was my junior year um, it was my junior year of high school, and I realized I'm really going to college soon. And I'm like, wow, I'm really going to college. I need to really start taking it serious. So it was junior year that I flipped that switch. I said, okay, I could wait for life to come to me. You know, I could wait until my senior year and see if I get into Michigan State, or I could do everything in my power to make sure that I get in no matter what. Mm-hmm. And that's when I said, okay, I'm done. You know, I'm done waiting on things in life. Whatever it is that I want, I'm going to go and get it. You know, also, my dad always taught me, you know, things aren't just going to come to you. Mm-hmm. You need to create it for yourself. And I really took that mindset in. So my junior year, that's when I started taking classes seriously. Uh, summer of junior year, when I had the idea to start the business, I really took that serious as well. Because I'm like, okay, this has potential to be really big. It has potential to blow up. So... I'm not going to wait. I'm going to make a plan and we're going to get it started mm-hmm. and we're going to take it step by step from there. Mm-hmm. But it was really just that idea of I'm tired of just living a day-to-day life. Mm-hmm. You know, I saw, because the, the path I was taking, I saw that if I kept going along this route, I'd be just like everyone else. You know, I'd go to college, I'd do my four years, probably get a job that I don't like and spend the rest of my life it. doing it. Exactly. Yeah. 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 And I realized like that is not the life for me. If I want to go and, you know, if I want to have the money, if I want to have the the house and the experience and the traveling, you know, around the world, mm-hmm. that stuff I got to go get is not something that's just going to come to me. Mm-hmm. So I want to say it was my junior year that I flipped that switch and realized I just got to go get it. How, how do you stay motivated? Oh. It's one thing to flip a switch. Mm-hmm. Many people pro- probably have. Or they're yeah. like, I'm going to make something happen. And then 48 mm-hmm. hours later, it's like, you know what? Work out. Exactly. You know what I mean? Well, first, I want to give a big shout out to uh, Eric Thomas, the hip hop preacher, because I really got this from him. I was listening to him since I was in middle school, so I was always motivated, even uh-huh. if I didn't really do much. Uh-huh. But I always had the idea, you know, going big. And he always said, you know, what's your why? And at first, I didn't get it. Uh-huh. I'm like, what do you mean, what's your why? And what he explained was when you're doing work for yourself, it doesn't take much to knock you off your path. Let's say, you're working hard, but just for yourself. But then you say, oh, I don't feel good. Well, for yourself, you're going to take that time off. Mm-hmm. But if you're working hard for to get your mom out of the house, or you're working hard because you got a kid on the way and you want them to you know, not need anything, 
because mm-hmm. you got them covered. Mm-hmm. Even if you're not feeling good, you're still going to go in mm-hmm. because you know what you're doing it for. Mm-hmm. So it was when I started working, not for myself, but working for the people that I care about, that I started really hustling hard. Okay. Whether that be school, business, or whatever aspect of my life. You define the why. Yeah, exactly. I define the why. And I I got the why. You know, I got a, uh, a grandma back in Detroit. And she's uh lives off eight mile. Uh-huh. She's been living in this exact same house since I was born and she's living paycheck to paycheck. Uh-huh. That's not cool with me. Right. So I'm gonna work hard and I'm gonna get her out that house. That's my mindset every time I wake up. It's a beautiful thing, man. Mm-hmm. So Definitely. as you were talking right there, I thought of probably five books that I that I need to buy for you. <laughs> All right, uh, I'm down. I'm, with I'm it. gonna I'm gonna try and whittle it down. I'm a like big two. reader. Okay. <laughs> One of one of one of which is is is, is the newer Tim Ferriss one. It's called Tools of Titans, and it's all of his interviews. It, it, it's it's there, there's like two hundred. It's a huge book. Yeah. That you would never read cover to cover. Mm. Uh, but it's got like two two hundred plus interviews with people you you've heard of, entrepreneurs, uh, rap stars, um, uh, pro athletes. I was mm-hmm. telling you, Jamie Foxx is in there, and Definitely. some 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 others. And, like and, Jamie and, Fox. and he does he does interviews with them kind of like this where. What motivates you? What's your morning routine? How often do you work out? What do you eat for breakfast? You know, that kind of stuff. And you yeah. can learn about these people. So that's, so that's that one. The other one, and people that know me, and we're over the time here, but I don't care. Uh, well, people that know me might roll their eyes, but I've read a book in the past year. It's called The Obstacle is the Way. Yeah. Um, and a very motivating uh, book that, that, that one, one of the key aspects, and as you were talking, um, one of the key, I guess, components of that book or that he defines is to uh put put your life into two categories okay um thing external events that i do not control and my reaction to those events which i which i do control yes and then when you when you accept the aspects of the world that you cannot control and focus on what you can control what you can Mm -hmm. influence it sounds like you did that your junior year of high school. Oh, most definitely. And just, de- most okay, definitely. so I want to, you know, like, what, what do I need to do? How can I take action and, and do the things that I can control? Yeah, yeah. Can't control where I'm, where I'm from. Mm-hmm. Can't, can't control how I grew up or how much money I had or, or, or that, you know. But, you but and, and, I, and I can't control the role models and mentors that the world has introduced me to. But I can research people that I, that I am inspired by. Yeah. I I can apply to MSU and make everything happen. I can identify what it's going to take to get in there and then go make that happen. Yeah. Um, See, because what people don't realize... a book, my friend. Yeah, yeah, no, I'm down. Because <laughs> what people don't realize about me is I did have... Uh, I looked at some positive people, but I also... I did have... There were negative role models that I was around yeah. in, my, you know, in my neighborhood, but I didn't give them influence to me. Yeah. Uh, there were people I knew who were selling drugs, you know... People What's who, the neighborhood? It's it's uh, uh I mean Can Can Michigan so uh of Haggerty and Michigan Ave. Haggerty and Michigan Ave and like two yeah. two seventy five right mm-hmm. there? Yeah, yeah. Mobile home park? Yeah, yep, yeah, yep. Yeah. Okay. So, you know, there were people that sold drugs that I knew that, you know, I was cool with them, but right. I didn't let them get influenced to me. You know, I got family members who I know, you know, did stuff that probably wasn't the best. The odds but at are the same time. against you. Yeah, you know, I had those people in my life, I just didn't give them that type of power over me. That was something that I can control. I can control who I look up to, not necessarily who's you know who's in that area. I can control who I let around me or who I let into my life. Mm-hmm. And so I didn't let those negative influences into my life like that. If I saw you, I'd say, "Hey, what's up?" You know, we still cool. 
but I won't hang out with you past a hey, hi, how's it going? Mm-hmm. Because I don't want that type of influence or energy in my in my life, in my circle. Mm-hmm. And my mom, she was a real big believer. She is a real big believer in the fact that you can con- only control the things that, you know, are internal. The things that you can control. You can't control anyone but yourself. That's some profound stuff right there, yep. my friend. That, yep. that, you, that, that, you, that you have identified at a very young age. I, yeah, like, yeah. I, I, I was just I was just learning this stuff like in like the past year, man. I'm 36, <laughs> brother. Oh yeah, no uh, doubt. You know, and the law of attraction is a big thing too. So hey, so so um, I thank you for the time. I thank you for being on the podcast here. Of course, of course. Um, we'll get this up as soon as possible, and uh, definitely want to um, see see what see see what we can do about capturing um, that that switch that you flipped or that motivation that that you that you've found or the why that you've defined mm-hmm. and there's got to be a way that we you know as i was telling you before we've got a lot of students going to michigan state from this year's graduating class you know to plan some some sort of alum event i think we could we could really have an impact and i would and i would uh i'd love it if you'd be a part of it yeah i'd love to be a part of it we got it on the air baby exactly. we have an agreement i say it's already on there i definitely i'd love to be a part of it you know giving back is Definitely a part of my character, something that I really emphasize on. So, anyway, I can get back to Wayne Memorial High School and the students. It's down with me. Awesome. Thanks a lot, Will. And, and uh, thanks for having me. Thanks for listening, everyone.